Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Everybody get now live on the Middleman Talk Show on BlogTalkRadio.com, and I'm Alan. This is Kevin. This is Nick. Ian. All right, got wow. to this time. <laughs> wow. Y'all doing better, huh? Mm. That's what you call don't want to get fussed at no more. Oh shit. <laughs> oh man, how's everybody doing today? Man, I'm good. Uh, looking at Facebook, looking at these glamour shots on Facebook I've been seeing. You got jokes. <laughs> you got jokes. I didn't even say anything. You told on yourself. <laughs> I'm just saying, though. I mean, you, you, you want to throw him, throw it on out, though. Man, y'all got me over here laughing like the dog from the wacky you race. You look like a standing young man. I'm just saying, man. I know I look good. Gene, they, they tripping on my picture on my profile on Facebook. I haven't seen it yet. I haven't been on Facebook. Hey, I've been hey, gone. I've been like, having a wonderful weekend, so I've been yeah, gone. Hey, Jeep, this look like the background me saying, Bye, men. It's all right, Kev. It's all right. They're just hating. Elm House of Ben and Mickey Ficket. I don't know what he's not. It looked like you were taking, like, you know, the pictures. Like they have all the players' profile pictures for the NWA, for uh, not NWA, for the NBA. Yeah. <laughs> that's how they have all those. That's what it wow. looks like. Like you look, it's, it's I, a nice I think picture. he deserves a play. Go ahead and fish it. I mean, it's just it's. It's a know, good picture, man. It's a does. good picture, man. It is a good picture. You look like care. you play for the NBA. Hey, the man. Negro Basketball Association. <laughs> 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 well, what, what, what I'm a coach. Cause I can't, you know, I'm my couch. You know what? I'm working out two hours sleep, so you can y'all can have a day. Just wait till I get back at 100. percent I'm gonna wear both of y'all. I'm hurting over here. It's going I down. That's, that's all I'm saying. It's going oh, yeah. down. I'm just saying. Hey man, I'm just saying. Beware. Oh, I'm I am. Just hurting. It's coming. You too, Nick. It's paying down. It's coming. Me too. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> What's going Dang, on? Anything now? you heard of? Um, anything going on on the on the political side of things? 
Not, well, you know, everybody's talking about Wiener, you know, and his Wiener, you know, and the trouble it's gotten him into. And so, um, besides that, you know, everybody wants him, you know, all the Congress people, you know, they want him to resign. But, you know, the people in his district don't want him to resign. And honestly, I don't agree with what he what he done. Um, for those who are not familiar, he was uh, sexting with like porn stars and stuff and he is married he's married to um uh secretary of state hillary clinton's uh assistant and he was sexting with you know outside of his marriage and i don't agree with it but i don't think that has anything to do with him as long as he wasn't using um a government computer or a government phone hey it's nobody's business but his wife I'm just glad to hear he wasn't doing any like child pornography stuff either, too, man. You know what I'm saying? I can deal with all that. You know, like you know, it's it's just that things have changed so much. I was having a a conversation with my father, and like he was just shocked, and I was like, "Dad, people sex." You know, like, people text and talk dirty, like, and take pictures. Because, like, you know, that blew his mind that the concept of people would stand in a mirror and take naked pictures. And I was like, if you only knew. Like, it's, you know, like, it's just a, that's the way of our world now. That's sad to say. Yeah. Speaking of the way of the world, uh, one You're of our good friends. Long. I know. We, we, man, speaking of Ed Long, one of our good friends last week. Asked us where we're going to talk about this guy. This guy, Creflo Dollar. Man, what in the hizzle is wrong with that nizzle? Why is it doing you know all the people Negroes yeah. up in the stone yeah. telling, folk, telling people not to come to his church? Something. And, you're, and, and this is going to probably surprise you that I'm saying uh, this, but I agree with Creflo Dollar. Let me tell you why. Now, if you don't know, uh, for, for everybody that's out there listening, if you don't know, last week, Creflo Dollar, he caught some some flack for telling the, some of the members of New Birth that they needed to go back to Bishop Long's church. Mm-hmm. And I agree. The reason that I agree is I'm not saying that I condone, and y'all know, y'all always get on me about getting on as long as much as I do. But the truth of the matter is, is that he, at, at the end of the day, he is still just a man. He is a man. Like a lot of times, we, well, especially on, in our community, oh, he's not just a man. Say, he's a leader. On. He's a oh, leader. Yeah, he's, he has said that God okay. has ordained he him to lead people. So, no, 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 he's not just a man. But, Jen, that's, that's the problem. That's the problem. Once again, society has. He is still a man. He is no, not the Bible God. has. The Bible says and, that it will hold Jen. you more accountable if you Jen. are a leader. Let me tell you something. Again, let me tell you something right now. And this is something my girl told me a long time ago. I take this with me every day. The church is a hospital. We are all sick and we are all going there for healing. That includes the leader. He is still a man. A lot of times we can't see God for the pastor because we put so much into the pastor that we forget about why we're there in the first place. Dude, if the doctor is sick, I don't want him operating on me. Just letting you know. Think about I, I agree it. with Kevin on this one. I, I agree. But, I'm, but he, at the end of the day, he is still a man. He is still he a is man. He is a man. And I'm not, and once again, I'm not going to say this, and a lot of people don't agree with me, but we are all one bad dec
from being in a similar predicament. So, I'm, I'm and and to be quite it. honest, he's if not, some of the stuff that we like did as regular people, not in the spotlight on a daily basis, if some of that stuff were put into the spotlight, like a lot of these celebrities are, then we'll be looking at it with, with a completely different thing. I'm just trying to be objective here. And confessed to his congregation and said, I am sorry, I am human. Yes, I did have a homosexual affair. Yes, I did do these things, and I'm sorry. He has not done that. He he just keeps on in la 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 land. He needs to cut the God said, you know, confess. Confess, especially confess if you're going to God. Lead a confess you're the God. shepherd. Make your you amends with God. Shepherd. Make your amends with the young men. But if you weren't if you weren't directly involved in that, then he does not. Just like you just you just said the same thing about women. Leader, it's between he's he my and leader, his wife. My that is between any wrong with those young men and God. Mm. That, that, well, that's, that's that's the truth of the matter. Sir, between any wrong those men and God. We can speak on it all we want to But at the end of the day We got our own stuff We don't have a heaven and hell to put anybody in We got to try I'm not putting him in I just don't there. want him leading me Because if, if he can't be honest with He's a spiritual leader They look to him for guidance And he's You know he's not said anything He's not confessed He's not telling them what's going on I don't like it Hey can but I get my boy a call Like at the end of the I day mute. Okay I'm doing this this week Yes I am I'm muting y'all I'm talking <laughs> how you feel? No, I'm gonna let you know. How Go ahead, Z. Go ahead, Z. What I want to say is now, like what Jim was saying, this man is a spiritual leader. This man is responsible for that congregation, everything right. in between. But at the same time, Creflo sitting up there keep talking about the man had a red. He made a mistake. He made a mistake. And we human. Yeah, you keep you can. But see, Nick, you gotta understand, man. If yo, if yo, if you put certain people in the instance where they in the leadership. For me, even like if your child was in school, you wouldn't want your teacher, that teacher, that child to sit up there and be making all those type of, you know, stupid mistakes or messing with kids. Oh well, she's a human. She made a mistake. You wouldn't even let your child go to that school. You know what I'm saying? Then Creflo gonna tell them all. And I can understand. I can understand if you're a parent or if you're young. If you're a young, if you're a young man, but I'm talking about the people who are just like who have absolutely nothing to do with that situation. Prior to that scandal, prior to that scandal. What was yeah. your gripe with Newberg? What? I have. I, I mean, didn't like him. I didn't it's, like him. I don't listen to him. And my thing is, I have those people, and I didn't trust you him. Don't don't like him. I'm sorry. You know, I've, I've I've never been in a situation like this. I've only joined two churches in my entire life, and both of those were a conscious decision that it wasn't just the pastor; it was the church as a whole. You don't know if that pastor's going to be voted out of that church. There's a process when it comes to voting out a pastor, getting another one. Obviously, there was something about Newberg that drew you there. It might not. It might have been mm-hmm. just a pastor. It may have been not just a pastor, but you can't just sit yep. here and say, you know, you you. I'm, I mean, honestly, dude, we put these. We I think that's a problem now, and that's why they're so susceptible to people is because we put these pastors on these pedestals and not realizing. Yes, you are a spiritual leader, but at the end of the day, I have to speak to God and atone for my sins at the day that I am held held accountable for my actions as when I was alive. But man, if I come to my oh, yeah, house, you can I'm have talking, a spiritual leader, but at Nick, the end of the day, that Nick, person is still a. I agree on, with Nick. you, Nick. Come on, man. I agree with you He's on still that a man. Point. He's still a man, Kevin. The only person that I'm gonna put all my faith into is God. I'm, I'm not even. I'm not gonna put into the. I'm man. not talking about. The Bible about, says, "May I say this, Kevin? The Bible says this is Christian, and this is what is his faith. 
if he is a Christian, the Bible says they do hold people that lead people to God more accountable than just someone who, he said that God told him to be a preacher. I think he should have resigned because right okay, now so he's going again, through something in his life and he needs again. to resign and focus on again, that. I understand you that. You just said it. You just said it yourself. He holds him accountable. That's not our place. Talk show, Blog Talk Radio. Here we go. 
what love truly consists of in a relationship. And that could be any type of relationship, a friendship, marriage, whatever. Uh, when being in a marriage where you did not love someone at the beginning, but later you told yourself, I can grow to love them. Is this true love? Also, when people have a child out of wedlock, then they rush to get married because they had a child. Can they truly find love within their relationship, even though they did not love each other when they first had this child? And why do some people choose to find love based on status and wealth and other forms uh, when searching for a mate? And also, what are the signs to show that you're not in love, but you're actually in lust for someone? So we're going to try to get into all those questions and pretty much if you have any uh, questions or comments that you want to tell us on the Little Man Talk Show, dial 718-508-9972. If you're on the chat board, place your comments there. If you're on the phone lines, press that number one. We'll definitely get to you. But uh, we're going to go ahead and get into the first segment in hand as far as the question of the day. Are you really falling in love for the right reason? I mean, do do you really love this person? You know, do you really feel like you really want to spend the rest of your life with this person who, who in which you say you are in love with? So let's try to get into that. Let's try to get into that. So um, anybody want to first, you know, comment about this first? I think um, I think people are more in love with the idea of love than the actual person that they're with. Hmm. Seven times out of ten, I think that's the case. Yeah, I think people rush to uh, want to have that feeling instead of, you know, letting it, you know, come on its own. Like, they're so eager yeah, to be with somebody. Mm-hmm. Like, you're just so eager just to be with somebody, man, that you'll just pretty much just do anything. I mean, just force it and try to make it happen and not just really just let it happen on its own, man. And, you know, and, you know, that, you know, that makes you question yourself and question your relationship and question the people in which you may be with, you know, and builds that brick wall of, of, of thought and and worry. But, um, I mean, is it more of a a gender issue as far as male versus female, or is it just both in general? You know, pretty much do both have that same feeling? No. Or is it more of the female having that? You know it. A lot of females fall in love faster than dudes. They put their emotion behind everything. They think, you know, they love somebody. But a lot of times you got some females that really don't like dudes. They like what they got. Right. They like what they can offer. The free passes to behind the stage. You know what I'm saying? Free trips. Yeah. The, right. The clothes, all that. Right. You know what? It's it's funny that you get, that you said that, Kev. I was um, talking to somebody the other day. I don't know um, if you guys had a chance to check out the uh, that Tony Braxton's reality show about her family. And um, they were talking about her younger sister, um, Kamar, who um, is dating her manager and who's actually the, the CEO of Streamline Records, which is the company that Lady Gaga is signed to. And they were like, well, are they together for the right reasons? She might just leave him and, you know, she feel like she can get something else or she just be with him because of his money or because of his status and all that. And, you know, it'd be messed up if she hurt his feelings like that. And I was like, yo, I think if anybody, he's the one that's going to come up in the situation. Because whether she's there or not, he's still going to, he's going to be fine. But I, I think that just the perception of it, a lot of times we let our perception of what we think. We might right. see a relationship on the outside and be like, oh, well, they're together for the wrong reason. She's only with him because of this. He's only with her because of that. Like, we don't really know unless we're, you know, uh-huh. like, you know 
in that situation like how, with him, you know? It's it's just like how uh, Pete Diddy and J Lo. You know what I'm saying? When they hooked up together, you know, people were questioning their relationship. Me, I mean, did it probably like J Lo and probably love the idea of having J Lo maybe as his trophy wife? But I don't think J Lo wanted that dude, man. To be honest, she I mean, needed, she needed P. Diddy. Yeah, I mean, yeah, most definitely. You know what I'm saying? And plus, she needed Diddy. She needed Diddy to get where she needed to be in life. So, but. With that being said, like, what do you all feel like are the elements of love as far as, like, what is love? What, you know, how do you know when you see love? Hey, Naomi, Naomi uh, 1908 on the web chat said you may have the full intent to do right, but you don't know how to. And that's regard to her saying a little bit earlier about the blind leading the blind when it comes to the certain subjects, you know what I mean? Yeah. That, yeah. Uh, I can agree with that. But when you know, true wait, what is true love? I don't know, man. I, I want to kind of No, nah, man. Ain't nobody know that, man. Because, I mean, when, when you think about it, man, just like what Nick was talking about, I, I look at it from the opposite standpoint. You got some people that, you know, y'all looking on the outside of other people's relationship, but some people look at you and someone else and were like, you you two make a good couple because you this and she this and y'all just alike. And y'all might right. be the total opposite. And I don't, I don't understand, you know what I'm saying, why people do stuff like that. And then you get with that person because somebody tell you that you need to be with them and you really don't need to be with them. The hookup person. Damn. Well, is that any different from arranged marriages, though? Well, that's something we talked about, you know, a couple of days ago, man. But enlighten everybody about that right now, man. Which well, you, I, don't, I mean, I, I'm not privy to a lot of that no more. Well, okay, but basically what we talk about with the arranged marriages, you know, in, in some cultures, and actually um, you, in our culture, if you look up our history, arranged marriages was something that was very prevalent, and in parts of Africa, it's still very prevalent. Um, actually, the statistics of it, you would be surprised to see that while in the U.S. the divorce rates are primarily between 40 and 50% in Canada and the U.S., um, most of your countries that have arranged marriages, the divorce rate is at four percent. But you really can't like that uh, statistic can't really be measured because you don't know like culturally, divorce is just taboo. You just don't get divorced in some countries. Like you well, just don't do yeah, that. So time. like, how do you know I someone's mean, like I miserable think... and just staying in the marriage? Like they sleep in se- separate bedrooms. They they're functioning like married people, but they're not. You know. Actually, well, together Jen, or in love. I can, Jen. Hold on for a second. I can understand what you're saying, but at the same time, you have to understand that one. If we didn't, one. I, I, I'm gonna say this. Let me get focused. We're in such a capitalistic society. We figure the way to make money off of everything, particularly within mainstream media. There is money in being single, promoting a single lifestyle. Oh yeah. There's money in that. That's what's being pushed to us. So, yeah, quite frankly, I felt like if we didn't promote divorce and and, 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 and all this and infidelity and all this other stuff as much as we did as a society, then maybe our divorce rate will be down. Maybe yeah. they are onto something in these other countries where they don't support divorce like that. And no, I'm not saying that you should stay in a situation where you're just completely miserable, but honestly, I think we're some punks when it comes to marriage in this country because we don't value marriage for what it is. We treat marriage 
Like it's a relationship. Uh, but I'm At the first sign of trouble, know? we're so quick to say, oh, we're getting divorced. But we don't but, hold the sanctity of marriage very high in this country anymore. So I think we can learn something from those countries, from those countries I, I just, that do arrange marriage and their cultures don't support divorce like that. I just think we could. I, I just so think at some point, we didn't support it. I just think that they're two different points. I think that, yes, that, you know, this country, you're right. You're absolutely right. That we do promote single living and we promote, mm-hmm. um, you know, single ladies. If you haven't seen the new hot show, single ladies is great. Um, but, okay. you know, on the other hand, culturally, a lot of cultures don't get divorced. And a lot of them stay in miserable situations. I think it's just two separate issues. It's just, I don't think it's maybe in the the way it is over here. But I think it's just... That statistic just can't be measured. I just can't because you I don't know. I think it can be measured from the standpoint of if your mentality, if your mentality is the first thing in your mind is divorce, if something goes wrong, then of course it can't be measured. But when it's like, right. okay, divorce isn't really supported, okay, can this be worked out? Because let's not, let's not, obviously, if there were no percentage of divorce there, then I could see that. I could see measuring that. But there is some percentage of divorce there, so obviously there is, there are people that are getting divorced. And if you see documentaries, those people are shunned by their families. That's the first thing to do. People like that are shunned by their families and society. They go off and live other places. It's not the thing to do. I mean, the people that do it are very I'm sorry. All right, married couple, chill out. Check this out. We got an interesting (laughs) conversation over here on the uh, web chat. Black Man 37 Mm -hmm. and Nomi are going hard at it. Uh, Black Man 37 says some people think... Mostly women think money, mostly women, along with status, make a man compatible. Wow. And no. Nomi said, well, hold on, what's hold on, wrong Jim. with that? Hold on, Jim. She said, what's wrong with that? Amen. How can money make you compatible? A, not compatible, but let me tell you something. Money is important. I have learned the hard way. Money is important. If you don't have money, it, it money can drive a wedge in any strong relationship. And what's what's wrong with eliminating some fat? You know, a few factors that you know if they have money. I, you know, well, more I want to grow. Not, and I want the man to have money, and it's the woman that doesn't really have too much going on for herself. Exactly. What makes you think you deserve a man that's on that status level? Be the provider. You gotta but pick and choose. You, you, 
No, but she she he dates up in other ways. Is he gonna pick a a, a ugly person? No, she's got to be on point too in other ways that may not be That's financial. Not true. That's it not is true. true. That's it not. is true. Show me a rich man with an ugly wife. No, it's a lot of them. Where? It's it's a lot of them. Had the Okay, now look, you're making it about the assets. Now you're leaving out one key thing. I mean, of course, these are reasons why certain people get mad as far as status and things. But why can't we get back to the point where, as far as people are actually marrying for love yeah. and make it last <laughs> with love? Because but money that's isn't why I brought it up like that, Al. Because you got to think, more often than not, people are more passionate about the financial aspects of the of the relationship than they are about the actual love. Hey. Like Jen said, you want somebody to bring something to the table, 
But it ain't always got to be about the financial part. And if you can find somebody that will love you if you're working at McDonald's and, and, and believe in you, man, you're going to stick it out with her because she believed in you. But if you got somebody like, well, if you ain't got more than I got when it comes off the gate, man, they're going to get the hell on up out of Dodge. They know right. what's happening. Cause we got yeah. somebody on the line that want to comment right here. Oh, yeah, Let's get this call. Yeah, call. All right, call now. one, you're live on the Middleman Talk Show. What's up? Hi, how you doing? Hey, what's up? All right. This is naturally nappy, and I was waiting on a certain point where I can come in and make my comment, and it came, and I had to wait because it was making me angry. Uh-oh. But <laughs> <laughs> women always talk about the money. It's, it's got to be about the money. A lot of women tell me that I'm going to be single for the rest of my life. Because I won't date a man for what he has. I don't care about what you have because I'm a woman who can take care of herself. I don't want a woman for, I don't want a man for what he has. I want a man for what he can do for me as far as loving me, the small thing, sitting at home watching a movie, holding my hand out in public, going to church with me, going to family function. It has nothing to do with the money. You can be cutting hair at the house for five dollars a head, and that's the only income you have coming in. That's fine with me. If I have a job and I'm already taking care of my own business, if you got a place to stay in and I got a place to stay in, we handling our business, that's all I'm worried about. I don't care about how much money you bring in because eventually as a couple, once we establish that together, we can get more money together. Yep. Mm-hmm. You can't go right in holding your hand. That's what's wrong with a lot of women now. That's what's yep. wrong with a woman like me. Can't find a good man because they so used to a woman holding their hand out and that not you so one who doesn't, you know, Want to right. ask them for stuff all the time. And, and I agree with you naturally because I mean it's to the point where you look at these younger people now. And I, it ain't all angels are gonna put it on all young people because some people older than me probably don't know how to do right. But you mm-hmm. got a lot of people they don't know what love is. They looking from the material side only what you can do for me. Like you said, the small things do count. But some people in this world they ain't worried about the small thing. They want to drive the E class. They want to live in a seven bedroom house. They want to live in an exclusive neighborhood. They want to be able to ball out and show their friends that they're living like that. Mm-hmm. A lot of people ain't even thinking on that level no more. And I don't even know how we can get people to that level of understanding how to get somebody to love and understand who they are. I don't think we're going to get to that point no more. Uh, I don't think it's that way. Well, Kev, call them fade and fade. A lot of people want to live, and it's men and women, they want to live outside their means. It's just like Nashville just said. If you're holding your own for your household, and I'm holding my own for my household, then there shouldn't be a problem. The problem comes in when, number one, you may not be holding your own for your household. You may be barely holding on. So you are trying to date somebody for their status or for their money. Or you're just, you're just simply trying to live a lifestyle that you're not used to and you can't get on your own. And that's a lot of times where it comes in. And it's not just women. It's men, too. And just like you said, Kevin, there's people that are, that are older than us that do the same thing. But if, if both people are handling business in their individual lives, then it shouldn't even come up and be an issue. That should be the thing that's furthest away from it. Because if you both handle the business, when you come together, you're going to double those incomes. And you're going to cut out one of those households. Black Man 37 just said something that was so real on the uh, web chat over there. If you're on the Internet, you're listening, go get your uh, uh, profile so you can get in there and talk with these people. They got a good conversation, him and Nomi over here. But Black Man 37 said, you don't really know the person you're with until things go bad. Things go bad. You yep, don't know when you went until things go bad. Cause, man, when things go bad, the first thing they you can tell if they're going to fight or flight. That's what's going to happen. They're going to stick there and fight with you, or they're going to take flight and get the hell out of Dodge. Yeah, most definitely. 
most definitely. But see, but see, dealing with things like that, man, people can only, you know, saying can take so much. So of course, you know, what I'm saying that's that fight or flight, you know, it's gonna be kind of shaky, you know, what I'm saying especially if they're not, you know, used to dealing with certain things, you know, they may they may run. I mean, it may yeah. not be for them. That fight might not be for them. And you natural, know? thank you for your thank you for your comments. If you want most to comment, just go ahead and press that number one. All right. Okay. All right. Appreciate Keep listening. You ain't gotta hang up. Yeah, she. I mean, she said some great points there, man. Um, and she you did, did yeah. too, man. I mean, dude, it, it's just we all miss. It, it's to the point where you know, what I'm saying, I know a lot of women get offended when we talk about certain things, especially when we point right. out the obvious to you. Don't get mad about that, but it is what it is. And there's some jacked up dudes out here, but it all begins with you. Like you only accept what you're gonna, you know, say so you only accept what you're gonna let happen. And if you bring let them mm-hmm. guys come to you and they ain't bringing nothing to the table completely. And uh, you might want to look at yourself. Might be on you, buddy. That's true. That's true, man. That's right, so true, what, right what, there. Let's, man. This conversation, man. Definitely, we need to kick it up to a whole nother level. Because I'm looking over mm-hmm. here too, man. Black naming them. They were talking about a little bit earlier about you know some people only look at the asset of the women. You know, say they looking at the mm-hmm. butts and the ties. Yeah. Yep. You know what I'm yep. saying? And the women looking at how big the shoes are. The physical attributes. What yeah. do you guys think about the physical attributes that some people try to lust after? Like, go into that. I think we're in a very much so now society. Now, now, now. Everything's got to be now. It's got to be instant gratification. Instant. It's yep. got to be, they don't look for tomorrow. So they don't really realize that, you know, that stuff going to start sagging after a couple of years. It's going to be a couple more laugh lines. It's going to be a couple of roles that might develop. That's going to fade. What do you have after that? Nothing. Do you want to be that old dude in the club still chasing some young girls that don't want you but anything but for your money? Smell like Old Spice. Old Spice. <laughs> that with the pants on balls and change in one pocket. Come on now. I'm just Come saying, man. Still putting on baby powder, chasing babies. What I'm saying though, they they they're not they're not necessarily old. They're just a little too old to be out there chasing like that. You get what I'm saying? But you know, like what I was saying earlier, man, it's the attributes, man. I mean, the way society put it out there now, man. A lot of people are looking at the physical side, man. You looking at girls now, and you know you can't tell how old they are. You looking no. at guys, and you can't tell how old they are. So, you know, they look at man. Y'all tell me if I'm wrong. How many guys y'all know that got with a girl and they talking about they love the girl just because she got a big ass? I mean, yeah, of course I've heard that before. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, hell yeah. So, oh yeah, can we condemn them for that? Yeah. Soon as soon as her app, she might can't cook, she might can't clean, she might be dumber mm-hmm. than a sack of rocks. But, but no, that's nasty. This is the thing about it though. This is the thing about it. I tell guys just like I tell girls to see. I'll tell a guy, if you get with a girl just because of the way she looks, she has no substance to her. In a couple of months, you're going to be like, man, she don't cook, she don't clean. Man, she she always want to go out. She want to spend up all my money. You wasn't with her for her wit and her charm. You were with her because she had a big booty. The same way I would tell a woman, you knew that dude was fine from the jump. But you with it because he got good hair. Oh, no. Let's take this caller right quick. Oh, he likes You're live on the Middleman Talk Show. What's up? Hey, how you guys doing this evening? Yeah, y'all hitting uh, a lot of uh, buttons and targets. Uh-oh. 
I hate I missed the the beginning of the show, but I caught the, like the last fifteen minutes. But uh, if you wanna, I'm probably gonna throw you out for a loop. But if you wanna kind of okay. talk about like the physical aspects of it, boy, have I learned my lesson. And I, I, I don't date males; I date females. So it goes with the same respect. You you can't look at nobody and be like, oh my god, she's fine or whatever, and. I'm going to take her home because, oh, my God, your hands can be full with who would have thought and who would have done it, mm. <laughs> you know, because there's a lot of females out there these days that, you know, claiming to be lesbians and they not. They just, uh, the baby daddies don't want to act right, so they just looking for a meal ticket. They're looking for you to buy some pampers, pay some bills, get the weave done, and, uh, you know, they're looking for a sucker, and... If you really want to get in a relationship, you got to take the time. And, you know, something I always tell people, I'm not going to apologize for what I like, but I'm apologize for being stupid enough to go along with something when I feel it's not right. Right. And so, you know, you have to, if you really want anything to work, you have to, you know, take a step back and listen and learn people and see what they're about. But, you know, I'm not going to fault you if a big ass is what attracts you. That's not what attracts <laughs> me, but, you know, it's a pretty smile or whatever. But, you know, but... So you said a pretty really smile can get your attention? Yeah, you know, it, it can get it to start off with. But, but when, uh, just, when you say that would just be the icebreaker, I mean, you know, a, a simple yeah. smile or how you doing or a simple gesture now is like... People go straight for the gusto. They're going for the neck, the juggler. Ooh, look at that. You know, right off the bat. Yeah, I mean, and, 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 and see, I'm a bit, I'm a bit rare because I always uh, have a time limit on the sex thing when I get with somebody, and so they might not know that. But when I get with them, there's no one night stands. There's no I'm taking you you home to my night. Uh, some people have never seen my home because that's my home. That's my Castle, and I'm not finna infiltrate it with anything, right. you know. So I got to get to know you and see what you like. And I have like a two and a half to three month limit on how is this gonna go? Uh, what do you really like, you know? Right. And so basically, you know, right now I'm in a long to get to know someone. I, I think a lot of yeah. people are slow. They, they pass that point where they don't want to know. They don't yeah. want to know that person. They just want to get with like like Nick said. I want it now. I'm gonna get what I want, and I'm out. That's yeah, and so, if it, so, you know, you can't uh, begin with somebody and start passing out dividends and ends and doing all that and you're not really knowing nothing about the person, don't know if that's all they want you for or whatever, but a lot right. of people do it. And I'm not going to say I haven't done it before. I, I've been at uh, so many people's, uh, I guess, bank or whatever. Oh. You speak this and that and they can't find the, the father of the child or whatever, but, you know, hmm. I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to apologize for what I did. Maybe I just was stupid for a little bit too long, but at the same time, uh, you know, if you really want something that's real, it got to be about more than that. And that's true. right now the situation I'm in, you know, I was like, you know, if we can't be patient, if we can't have three months worth of conversation and just regular one-on-one -on -one time that has nothing to do with sex, and we're just not going to make it. Right, right. I'm not just trying to date. I'm trying to have lifelong mates. You know. I, and I agree with you totally. And we appreciate you for your call. Um, 
we got another caller that we're going to bring in back. Uh, caller 901, I know you had a comment. Go ahead and make your comment. Caller 901. I guess you didn't have a comment. I agree with the last caller. You got to take your time. You know, we do do wrong. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nobody like like you said about a Creflo Dollar, nigga. Everybody do wrong. All of us guilty mm-hmm. of something. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I mean... I like the one word answer. Sound like y'all in the alley with the. Uh, I mean, it's, yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. I mean, what the hell? This is this is a conversation. What the hell? Oh man! All right, let's go, go to our next break after this, man. Uh, and uh, we'll come back with the uh, the clip that we're gonna bring back in after this break. We're gonna talk about the rare main uh, marriages after this break. We got a clip that we're gonna play, and uh, uh, this actually was an idea that Nick Eden brought to us. Uh, this week that we talk about, so we're definitely going to try to get into that as well, but um, we're going to go ahead and play our second song of the day, and this is, uh, y'all, y'all will know who this song is when the song come on, so I ain't even got to say the name or the name of the artist. Gee, let's kick it off, man. Hey, once again, once again, you're listening to the Middleman Talk Show on Blog Talk Radio. If you're on the phones or on the internet, do not turn it off. Do not hang up. Don't hang up. We're still here. Let's get our minds together and get right back into this conversation, because I know y'all got something y'all want to say. Here we go. Everybody put your hands together.
was, of course, y'all know who that was. That was 112 with Cupid off their first album off Bad Boy Records. Playboy. One of my favorite songs. Playboy. One of my favorite. Nope. Wait, wait, wait. When we go to break, that don't mean you can sing the song with the damn song. <laughs> Singing the damn song with the song. We don't want to hear that. Here we go. Stop Here we doing go. That. Stop Again. Go. Just because y'all, just because they can't hear you, don't mean we need to hear that crap. Aye, aye, aye. I don't want to hear that. Anyway, if you're just now tuning in to the Middleman Talk Show, we are talking about are you falling in love for the right reasons? Some of the things you point out in the first segment is uh, do we really know what love is? And do we really, you know, want to spend the rest of our lives with the person which we say we are in love with? Do we truly understand the true essence of what love consists of in a relationship? Now, we're going to get into something that Nick Eden brought up to us this week when we was having our uh, meetings about this particular show. Um, he talked about arranged marriages. And uh, he also uh, brought in a clip that we shortened in which we're going to potentially put up the whole clip on our uh, middleman page. You can definitely uh, go back and listen to the whole clip. But we just took bits and pieces of this particular clip. Um, and we're going to go ahead and play this clip about arranged marriages. Now, the question that we want to ask is, do arranged marriages really work? So, uh, go ahead. Problem, baby. There's no problem. I have the clip. I will play the clip. Thank you. We're going to get into the clip on arranged marriages. Go Here we go. Like every culture in the West, we don't do marriage well anymore. Other cultures seem to have done better. The statistics all showing that arranged marriages have an incredible chance of working. So, what makes something that appears so, well, unromantic work? They do definitely work. The first time we actually sat and saw each other and spoke to each other was on the night of our engagement. Every year she tries to fix me up with some bushy-haired middle-aged four. You remember Bridget? She used to run around your lawn with no clothes on, remember? The pursuit of true love and ultimately matrimonial bliss comes from years of heartache and searching. But for millions around the world, that stress of finding a partner is left 100% to mum and dad. And it's happening right here. My parents know me better than anyone else in the world. But for some couples, forced unions can have deadly consequences. The confinements of some strict religions prohibiting love marriages altogether, with some parents threatening their children. Dad did actually say that he'd probably kill me and all that sort of stuff. Arranged marriages of all descriptions are a global concept. South Africa, Canada, even Australia have all had a history of practicing arranged marriages. In India, 95% of marriages are arranged. In Bangladesh, children as young as 12 are married off. But tides have turned in the past 50 years for Japan, where 70% of marriages used to be arranged. That's dropped to an estimated 10%, a trend being accelerated by Western culture. At this time in history, we have so many diverse ways of um, having relationships, and it's a period where everything's up for negotiation. Yeah, I do respect my parents, and you know I have confidence in their judgment, and luckily I, I did go with it because it's worked out brilliantly. Love and marriage and the remarkable success rate of the arranged deal. Whatever works. All right. Now, from that particular clip, you know, we had, you know, a particular couple in that particular clip that was arranged by their parents, and they actually said that when they first saw each other, they fell in love. And, 
been together ever since. And of course, at the end of the clip, you saw where different denominations, you know, as far as the percentages on a range of marriages. And of course, the last one was was about Japan um, and their rate as far as it was 70 percent and it dropped down to 10 percent based on what's been going on. When she said the Western civilization, which is over here in the United States. Now, uh, do do I feel arranged marriages work? I don't know. I mean, I would be scared to turn 18 or 21 and my mom and my daddy came to my bedroom door and be like, look, man, you need to put your clothes on, you're going to go meet your wife. You know, that would be frightening. Yeah. <laughs> that would be frightening. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't do that situation. You know what I'm saying? It's like, like about to go take the ACT or something. It's like nervous, scared. I mean, don't know if I want to run or jump a cliff or what. So, but... Do you all feel arranged marriages may work or do work based off this clip? And you know what? I talk like a dog. I hate, I hate to say this. I hate to say this. But when you think about it, have y'all, and this for the guys only, all the guys on the web chat listening on the internet, this is for you. Have you ever noticed when your mama tell you not to date a girl, she nine out of ten times right? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm wondering. No, it wouldn't. 
It wouldn't. They'll do it just to do it, and then they'll divorce it, and then you know be be done in less than a month or a week, if that. Tay Man, Stax, let me tell you something. Hey, Tay Stacks from Columbus, Mississippi, asks, how many people base their relationships on what their parents think? What do y'all think about that? You want to know how many people base their relationships on what their parents think? I say a lot of people. I mean, more yeah, than most Subconsciously, you man, you don't realize you're gonna become your parents one day, and what you see, you're gonna emulate. If your dad, I mean, because dad, every last one of us, yeah. every last one of us in each of our longer term relationships did what introduce our mates to who our parents. Mm-hmm. I mean, that you know that that's part of the furthering the relationship process. You know, if your parents, you know somewhat are okay with you, then pretty much the furthering part of the relationship is going to go more, more smoothly. But you also have that segment where you get that um, that characteristic as far as the in-law syndrome, as far as, um, you know, my stepmother don't like me, or I'm scared of my stepfather, somebody that he going to cut me next time he sees me, you know, but that's part of the relationship process. Mother-in-law, father-in-law. Yeah. What's that? Mm. I my mother-in-law pretty cool. I'm just gonna keep it gangsta. She's gangsta ass cool. Y'all yeah, know he going out here saying this on record now. I'm just saying I'm proud. Damn, she cool. I gave you a shout out on the show. No. Yeah, <laughs> Yes, sir. We'll but honestly, for for most of the guys I know, I'm not being funny. You know, it's some women that you date and you like, man. I'm not ever taking her to meet my mama. There's been plenty like that. But now, if you take, if, if I, you know, if I feel strongly enough to take you to meet my mama, and it just don't go too well, I think any guy, or any girl for that matter, will be looking at that person sideways like, all right, what the hell is wrong with you? Do a woman yeah, have right. the right to get mad if you don't take her to see your mama? That's just, just ask. Does she got a right to get mad if you don't introduce her to your mother? Exactly. Or don't take her nowhere near Oh, yeah, that's a problem. That's a problem. Yeah, no. You ain't got no choice in the matter. But still, I mean, I mean, that's a problem. I mean, for one, that's pretty much like the ultimate, you know, meet and greet. I mean, you can introduce it to your guys or whatever, but who cares? I mean, like, the ultimate meet and greet is with your parents, man. Oh, yeah. Unless they're, you know... Not not living, but you'll probably have somebody else who will take that, you know, take that role, and then you introduce them to that particular person who you really trust their their judgment. Yeah, it's just somebody in somewhat of a guidance kind of role. Right, right. So yeah, most definitely, most definitely. Now, this question that I want to uh, you know target right now, as far as uh, with being in a marriage where you did not love someone at the beginning, but later you told yourself. I can grow to love them, or I grew to love them. Is this really true love? No. Hell no. Well, that depends on what your definition of true love is. I don't know. Love, if it's standing I mean, it could say, time, if it's standing for 20 years, who just say that's not true love? But what if they give you hell for them years? What if they get on your damn nerves? You like some things about them, but you're like, damn. Can't stand your ass, but I like you. But you also got to think about it too. Like, if you're not into that person, like you're not really giving them your true self. 
You're only giving them what's on the sheet of paper and what face value, but you're not really giving them your true self. So pretty much, I feel like the majority of the other relationship is is deception, deceiving, like you're hiding something. Mm-hmm. That, well, that is the truth. I mean, it is deception. I mean, that's just point blank. But my thing is, if you really don't love them that much to begin with, then you might have a chance to get to know the real them for real. And if you still love them after that, hell, that's true love. <laughs> that, in my opinion, that's what true love is. After I get to know the real you, if I still want you around, I think that might be true love. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, 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 can, that can be true. That can be true. That can be true. But it's like, it's like to me, it's like you're waiting for something to happen so you can eat, like, give up quickly on them. Like, okay, she, he or she did this, I'm done. This is my way out. You know what I'm saying? That's that's what it seems like to me, though. Because people are scared as hell of marriage. You got to think, think about what comes along with marriage. Responsibility. And, and you know who broke this down for me? My female cousin. She told me she's like the first thing. She was like, as women. It's hard for women to keep friends anyway. A lot of times married women lose their single friends because they can't they don't think on the same wavelength anymore. They don't go out and do the same things they did anymore. So you have the, the potential that you you may be losing friends that you've had for years. Uh things are gonna be changed, you know, you're talking about bringing the family, you're gonna go through physical changes, you're gonna go through emotional changes. A lot of people just aren't ready or willing to take that on. So they're scared of marriage. And once again, you live in a society where every time we turn around, it's the the hot news is for somebody to be divorced. You Mm -hmm. know, what's the first thing that people usually look to after they find a celebrity couple, after they get married, what's the first thing they usually look to for them to have? Either have a child or get a divorce. Mm -hmm. They've been saying Beyonce and Jay-Z are going to get a divorce since a week after they got married. You know, for some reason, we just, we like to see people in those situations fall by the wayside. Maybe it's just misery love company, yo. I mean, seriously, it is. there's a lot it of miserable ass is. people out here. It absolutely it is. And so there, it seems like true. nowadays there's more scrutiny for being married than there is for being single. But, you know, they can scrutinize all they want to, but I've heard many of friends, and I won't say no name, you know, they get tired of being in that bed by themselves. You know what I'm saying? They get tired of waking up not being able to share their problems with somebody right. or either be able to let that load off their shoulder. They get tired of, you know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, they might be doing what they're doing with all these different people, but at the same time, you ain't got nobody you can confide in. They don't know the real you. Like you said earlier, Nick, they just getting what they need to get on the surface. Mm-hmm. People get tired of that crap. For real. That's true. Yeah, most definitely. Most definitely, most definitely. So, but I mean, um, I mean that's a, that's a big issue. That's a large issue. There's a lot of married couples out there that are, that are like that. And I mean, do you all feel like that that this could be maybe half the reason why we, what well, we you know half of the divorce weight reason to that due to them marrying them off status and all the other things that they bring to the marriage. Everybody got I mean, baggage. If you look at right, most everybody, everybody got baggage. What well, we discussed earlier. Now we discussed as far as how you know what women you know look for in a marriage and what a man you know expect 
out of certain things as far as, you know, some inspect looks and all those things too. But and some women look look for monetary and asset type things. I mean, that to me to me that that could be, you know, pretty much the majority reason why the divorce rate is you know, it is like it is now. I I would say I was I think it's a little bit more than that, you know. Yeah, yeah, most I, I definitely. I think it's more to it than that, man. But you you got some people that, yeah. Most definitely. So, um, also we got this other question that we which we're gonna bring into about marriage as well. Now, as far as we know, you know, everybody knows at least one couple that have had a child out of wedlock and they rushed to get married because they felt that it was the right thing to do. To, to raise that child is to be married with that particular child. Now, do you think that they can truly find love within a relationship, even though they were not in love before they got married, only because they got a child together? Hmm. That's a deep I know question. a lot of people that did that. I know a lot of people that didn't yeah. get married. <laughs> they just yeah. kept shacking. They just kept shacking, yo. I mean. I mean, you see it all the I time. Mean, you hear it all the time. Let's look, too. let's look at it like this. Let's let's be real about it. That was the cause for a lot of marriages by our grandparents and their parents. And that's why a lot of granddaddies had two houses too. This is true. Family. I, 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 I will say that 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 is true too. But on the same token, it's like, okay, we're here. We're in this situation. What are we going to do about it now? And I possibly fall in love with you? It's possible. It's possible. Is it worth finding out? It's possible. Now, if you just want to be one of those people that's just, well, you know, I'm just going to play around for a little while, too. Like, like, honestly, I would respect the person who says, no, I don't want to get married because, you know, just because of baby, because I still want to play around. Because right. in that that's situation, real, if they did get married, that's only going to lead to infidelity in marriage. That's, that's real, not man. what you want. That kind of defeats the bag on purpose. But once again, yeah. that goes back to people treating this like it's relationships. It's funny because if you look at the stats, people will stay in relationships for 15, 20 years, get married, and divorce in two. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Because, man, it, yeah. it's to the point yeah. hey, the responsibility level has increased. They're looking at it from the standpoint of you now can get part of my money or... You know, especially like with some women. Some women think when they get married that the man is just going to try to dominate and control it. You know what I'm saying? They they don't look at it from the standpoint of this man is here. If a man be with you for that damn long and he just pop up and say, hey, let's get married. He's tired. He's ready to settle it down. I know some people say, why, you know what I'm saying, pay for the milk when you got a cow. I understand. But some guys at a certain point in time, they don't want to play the field no more. They don't want to get out there. They just want to go ahead and settle down. When you settle right. down, that woman looking at it like, well, this mom he ain't doing that, and then all of a sudden, bam, you got to go. You got to go. <laughs> Pack your shit. Get yourself up. <laughs> Call Tyrone. Right. <laughs> Some of that nature. But what we're talking about as far as dealing with people getting married for babies and, and, and things of that nature, man, if you think about it, man, it's... If you're a selfless person and you do marry because of the baby and you do take care of that child and take care of the relationship so that child can grow up in a proper environment, you know, there's a lot of sacrifice in there. 
Because you're mm-hmm. sacrificing your happiness, number one, most out most of the time. Most of the time you're sacrificing that. You know what I'm saying? You're sacrificing your, your goals and ambitions, but that's not always the case, but a lot of times a lot of people do that. Right. Now, it's not wrong to have a working relationship and raise that child if y'all are not meant to be together. Like, if you don't really want to be with this girl, man, don't force yourself because she'll be miserable. Mm-hmm. You know, you'll be miserable, you know what I'm saying, with your child. The child won't grow up as far as living with all the happiness that he could have due to you being miserable. Exactly. You know, so, I mean... But it goes back to something like someone on the chat board said. I think it was uh, Black Black Magic Woman. She was saying some people try to live up to their parents' expectations. Yeah. And yes. because, yes. you know, yes. just because your parents expect you to get married and have that family, a lot of guys or women will sit up there and stay in those relationships because they're living up to that expectation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I don't know, yep. you know, I don't know if that's right or wrong, but I know that child, like you said, that child can suffer either way. Right. But you also yeah, have those particular relationships. Don't make the child suffer because the child didn't ask to be here. No. Y'all the women did, you know. But I do, I do respect what they are saying, but, you know, if... Just like you asked a little bit earlier, you know, if you're with someone and you want to see if you can grow to love them, you know what I'm saying? You can possibly grow to love someone. I don't know. If you're on the web chat, everybody post that up if you hear me I mean, right you now. Do it all can the you time, grow though. to love somebody? You, you, you grow to love someone all the time. When you first meet them, when you first start dating. Now, whether you're in a situation where you're forced to be with them or you're, you know, we, we now ruling out the shotgun with, with you know, some I'm of them, just, you I'm know, just saying, though, father, I'll cut you if you don't marry you. But, yeah, you I mean, can absolutely grow to, we grow to love people every day. Yeah, but see, with the child, with the child, you, 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 to a certain degree, you're going to be in that other person's life because they're involved in that also. So yeah. either way, you know what I'm saying, I'm not looking at it from the standpoint of being forced to. You're going to be in that person's life regardless if you're responsible. But, you know, would you be able to catch feelings for that person? But... He's going to say, you got that one-night option. You got that one-night stand situation. You hit it that night, and next thing you know, nine months later, they pop up, hey, here's your son, here's your daughter. You know? Yeah. Then what? Yeah. Hmm. Then what? <sighs> That's tough, man. Well, hey, man. But it's see, all good. Yeah, it's all good. Different. I appreciate everybody over in that web chat getting it in over there. Watch the conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they keep it rolling. <laughs> now, now we're gonna get into this 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 next particular question, and I and I know we touched on it earlier. But to all the people who are just tuning in to the middle of the show, the question which we're gonna talk about now, as far as why do some people choose to find love based on status and wealth when they're searching for a mate? Now, this could be based on job criteria, based on who the person is, as far as in, in the uh, the public eye. Um, Based on anything that 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 has to do with status and wealth. Now we do know a lot of people out there that are like this, and we have coined like certain words, you know, for them. You know, we call the females gold diggers, and what do we call the guys? I guess you would say. Um, I don't know. I don't know what they call the guys. Yeah, sorry. (laughs) Sorry, uh, Negroes. Right. But uh, we do see that. We do see that. You know what I'm saying? And, and and some people are, like, 
programmed to do that as far as as a child. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe their one, I mean, may, maybe their mother did that, so they were training their daughter. Hey, you need to do, you get into college, you need to go after this type dude, or you need to go after this type of, of football player, or if he is a business major or architecture major, you need to go after them, or a doctor, you need to go after them. You know, don't go after these type guys, you need to go after them. She can't go you after know. that trans man. She probably ain't gonna go after, go, go after the trash man. She probably man. ain't gonna go after the trash man, but the trash man probably make more than the average household. Anyway, yeah. that's right. But she she can't go after that, that dude that work at McDonald's. Man, Kev, can I give you an example? I give can I give you a quick story? When I was at college, I worked at McDonald's, and the dude that trained me, um, he had not too long ago gotten out of prison. And he couldn't get a job anywhere else. So he just was like, you know, I don't want to go back to the street. I'm going to McDonald's. You know, at least I know there I get a check. Right? At least I know I got a check there. And I remember women used to dog this dude out. of the good dude, man. He made some mistakes, but he's paying for it. You know, he paid his, right. his, his debt to society. And he's out there trying right. to do something right. And I remember all the girls used to talk about it. He's sitting up there working at McDonald's. I'm like, I'm working at McDonald's. They're like, nah, you in college. That's different. He's just working at McDonald's. And now that dude sat up there and he busted his ass there every day, showed that he was, you know, right for everything that they needed. And within two years' time, he was a manager, and now he has his own store. And so some of the same girls, ooh, I ain't seen him in a long time. What are you doing now? Now it's all of a sudden, oh, yeah, you know, he... Oh, he's a GM now. He's got his own store. You know, everybody's like, oh, yeah, he's making money. I like, it's the same dude, same good spirit, you know, made some mistakes, paid for him, and got out there and did it the right way. Right. But all of a sudden, right. they don't like him. Yeah. All of a sudden, right. they like him now, where before, he was just some chum working at McDonald's. But, you know, that, that's kind of funny, Nick, just like if I can share this right here, like in my hometown. You know, back in the day, man, when the whole little, I'm not condoning selling drugs. But when all the little drug dealers were out there popping in the streets or whatnot, all the girls in high school, all the little yeah. local college girls would run up behind these guys and have multiple babies behind them. But right, then at right, the end right. of the day, when everything in time had passed, they stuck with five kids, and they can't even get nobody. Why is that? Because. Why is that? Hold on, we got uh, two cows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hello, three, three, four. You live on the Middleman Talk Show. What's cracking? Did you hit the button by mistake? Three, three, four. I guess they hit the button by mistake. Uh, Caller three, three, four. If you uh, want to clear yourself out, press that number one, then press it again to let me know you want to get back in. All right, caller eight one six. You live on the Middleman Talk Show. What's going on? This is number one nine zero eight. Hey, what's up? You over there cutting up on the chat board? What? I'm not cutting up. Uh-huh. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Anyway, Nick just asked me the question. So is dude wrong for saying, I don't want the person at Macy's, I want another doctor? And no, that's the question I was, um, you know, we're talking about is it wrong to be a gold digger or trifling, whatever we call the brothers, just blame, whatever. Um you know, it's it's interesting because we were talking about arranged marriages, and one thing that we fail to realize, when even when our black culture came to America, um, we were still being arranged. It, it just wasn't in the same essence as what we were used to because it was, okay, this, this 
hefty woman, you know, this stout woman, and we're going to put her with this big black man, and we're going to have super slave babies, you know? Mm-hmm. That's what we were originally bred for, um, and, and you made it work. Um, but then our family system started breaking down. And then one thing that we failed to realize is at the same time, our um, our Caucasian peers were still doing the same thing. You would want your plantation owner's sons or daughters to marry each other so that you can get more land or more slaves or better things. And even if you fast forward to today, you know, you, you are telling your daughters, you go to school or and get with the captain of this D1 oh, football no, no, team. No. That's I have a daughter. I don't tell my daughter that. I'm not saying that everybody does, but some people no, tell their children these things. Okay. Wasn't generalizing. I'm just uh, saying some some people are doing this. It's uh-huh. it's clear. But um, you know, so so what is arranging your thought process around? I want to be yoked with someone that has this, this, and this. Some yeah. people are doing. I got you, but yeah. but if you and I, I I somewhat agree with you. Here's the thing about it. Out of all those situations that you that you mentioned, like with the slave being bred, with the slave owners finding someone so they can get more land, there was something that it was equally beneficial. It was just as beneficial for the man as it was for the woman. What I'm saying is in a lot of these cases nowadays, and I said it earlier, and it's not all women, it is some, but a lot of women, they want Barack, but they're not Michelle. What are you bringing to the table? Because the, and it goes back to the scenario we were talking about in the chat board. Yeah, if you're working at Macy's and you see a doctor, yeah, okay, you might want him and you might want your, your children to be reared by a doctor. But what's wrong with the doctor saying, no, I don't want anybody to go work at Macy's. I want another doctor. Now, he Damn could be right. completely wrong because you may be a college student that, you know, or, hell, you could be at Macy's and working your way up the corporate ladder. You never know. But the point is right. you can't get mad. You can't get mad because if a dude says he doesn't want to date down, and but you want to date up, you can't get mad. No, there's nothing wrong with you that. Gotta, you, I'll you never say that's your preference. Like, unfortunately, a lot of people think pleasure. that what they're bringing to the table is enough. But it's just like uh, Naturally Nasty said earlier. If you're taking care of yours and he's taking care of his, then it shouldn't even be an issue. As long as you're keeping your house, and that's what we need to tell our, our daughters and our sons. When you go to college, when you get out there in the real world, worry about taking care of yours. If every, if that shush mentality, if everybody in the room just shuts up, then you don't have to worry about telling everybody to be quiet. If everybody takes care of their own, then everything will flow smoothly. That's mm-hmm. right. That's right. Well, Noma, we do appreciate you for tuning in this week. We appreciate your comments over there on the web chat. We appreciate your comments over here. Even though I ain't agree with something you just said, but it's all good, baby. You still got love. Tune in next week. Make sure you come back, girl. Stop being a stranger. Caller 347. You're live on the Hello? Talk Show. Hey, what's up? Hi, how you doing? Hi, what's going on? This is uh, Sister Girl TV. I'm in the chat room as Hey, well. what's up, girl? What's going on? Get here, girl. Uh, nothing much. <laughs> uh, nothing much. Um, I wanted to respond to some of the things that you were saying uh, previously. Okay. Um... Well, as far as dating up, dating down, um, I think what we really need to get back to is dating up or down based on morals and not just our pocketbook because a lot of people are not happy in any of these situations arranging things just based on economics. Um, 
if you if you notice a lot of the times when it's based on just that, just trying to chase after someone who's on the same economic status as you, mm-hmm. you you find out that they're very, very unhappy. And what happens? They end up usually cheating with somebody who makes less money than them anyway. I agree. <laughs> right. Mm, yeah. So I, oh, I don't yeah. think it has anything to do with money. I think it has to do with mental. Um, and that's what's wrong with uh, the black community as a whole in the first place, is they're not um, pairing up like minds and like spirits with each other. They're just trying to move up the ladder by just marrying one person or another. And, and you know, that's one thing that we were emphasizing during this whole show. We believe in the concept of love, you know, really, because we understand that we were raised and reared by parents, that their grandparents, they loved each other, stayed with each other for years. Right. You know, right. I, I want to see our community get back to that point where we do love each other and we take care of each other and we can produce kids that love and take care of each other and so forth and so forth. But, you know, we're just being realistic with some of the things that we do see and we're going to call it like we see it. It may not be pretty. It may not be nice. But we definitely going to call it how we see it. I, I, You know, I agree with what you said, but there's a lot of people out there that believe that money is the X factor for their love. If, like, you know, our co-host was saying earlier, she's gone now, but... You know, some women feel like you got to be, you said equally yoked, but they feel like you got to be equally educated. And, you know, you got to at least produce more or either have the same amount of monetary means to give with them. And that's just the reality of what we live in. But the society is a sad state. It's a sad man, uh, manner of thought process, but it is what it is. It ain't pretty. It's not. Right. It's just what it is. Most definitely. Most definitely, G. Okay. All right. Well, call down. Appreciate your comment. Nice. Thank you. Make sure you call back. Tell them about us. Don't I you will. Show too? Yes, I do. Okay. When your show come on? Um, my show comes on um, Mondays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Sundays. She's doing it big. Wow. That's what's up. I'm talking about right now. What time you come on? Um, on uh, on Mondays and Wednesdays, I come in at six thirty p.m. Tuesdays at eleven at eleven p.m. Eastern. This is Eastern Standard Time, and then also on Sundays at two p.m. Okay, y'all make sure y'all tune in to her show. If you're on the mail chat, right click and add her as a friend because we gonna do it. I think we already got her as a friend. But thank you. Yeah, sister, go ahead and post your link up for your uh, for your page on the um from the chat board so we can get everybody to go to it. We'll put it on our Facebook page too. No problem. Thank you, darling. All right. Yes, Appreciate it. All right, y'all. We had a great conversation today. Our oh, co-host, Jen, ran up out the building, got mad. We don't give a damn. It's all good. <laughs> Let's do this talk. The town is going down. Nick, you ready? Man, I'm always ready to talk to the town. Here we go, Biker. What's up, world? This is your man, Nick Eaton, and I'm here with the talk of the town. Grammy-winning recording artist Jennifer Hudson was hospitalized June 10th after experiencing abdominal pain moments before she was due to perform on CBS early show Outdoor Concert Series. Hudson, who was booked for two gigs, started feeling pains following her first performance in New York's Central Park as planned for Good Morning America. Her rep broke the news to waiting fans and photographers, explaining Hudson was unable to perform and had been taken to the hospital to seek treatment for stomach issues. The Where You At hitmaker was briefly treated for food poisoning at a New York hospital and released. Later, come taste the soup. Where says there's something wrong with the soup? He just taste the soup. He says there's something wrong with the soup. Is the soup too hot? Will you taste the soup? It's wrong. Is the soup too cold? Will you just taste the soup? All right, I'll taste the soup. Where's the spoon? Aha! 
Bishop Eddie Long. Hi, Flyboy. I just love the look of a man in uniform. It's only been a couple of weeks since Bishop Eddie Long reportedly settled a lawsuit against him for sexual misconduct with his young parishioners. And now a report is claiming that it could cost him up to $25 million. What began as a $2 million agreement to settle the case for each of the four men quickly rose to $5.5 million for the respective plaintiffs, the source said, only because Long refused to publicly admit guilt. It's Gemal. I am Leslie Gemal, your co-pilot. <laughs> it's a very prestigious African name, not like gay man, like two men all together, naked. In a bedroom. <laughs> Not me. Whatever. The men are to divide $2.2 million equally and then receive 400000 in payments until the money is paid out over the next 20 years, the source said. The final figure comes to $22 million for the four men and $2.8 million for the plaintiff's attorneys. The church had already been paying these four young men $40,000 annually each before any charges were filed, according to the source. You ever met Gaiman? Yeah, man, I just seen one of them fruity up numbers in the hallway. This was eyeballing. This is your man, Nick Eden, and this is the Talk of the Town. Yes. The rhythm, the uh, bass. Crazy as hell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hey, man, Eddie Long going to find you in a dog alley and show you his and muscles and his toupee he one day. He's going to beat you, oh, Man, you <laughs> stay out here, too. Boy, you just wait. Just wait. I'm telling you, man. Eddie gonna, I'm telling you what, Eddie's gonna send them goons for you. And they're gonna be Madly. greased up. He's gonna send you some old greased up ass goons. This way. Mm. People like, nigga. <laughs> I can hear that conversation. Yeah. I just wanna say one thing. <laughs> watch it, watch it, watch it, watch this. I'm gay. <laughs> watch it. I'm not gonna take this standing up. Hell no. Hell no. That's messed up, man. That's messed up, man. Oh, man. That is so messed up. Anyway, man, we had a great show today. Uh, like I said, we want to thank everybody for tuning in to the Middleman Talk Show today. Everyone on the chat board, uh, thank uh, Black Magic Woman, Black Man 37, to all our guests, Nick Eden, Naomi. Uh, 1908, uh, tax tax from Columbus, uh, relationship buzz, and did you say cat uh, stacks? man, you know what I said, man. <laughs> Damn, I sent him my no cat stacks, man. Anyway, um, thanks to everybody for tuning in to the little man talk show. What? What? You just made my phone sick with that. Anyway, um, Tune in next week. Tune in this Thursday. What Nick Eden presents, what well, the middleman presents, Nick Eden with the talk of the town. We have a great discussion this Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central. Uh, make sure you all tune in for those updates on Facebook and uh, also on Blog Talk. And uh, of course, same time next week on the Middleman Talk Show at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Central Time. We're going to have another great discussion for you all. We got another hot topic for you all that will probably. Have y'all shaking y'all head at us. But uh, we're going to continue <laughs> to bring it to you like we always do every week. Hey, man. Yeah, can I, I say something else? Can I say something else? What up, man? You know what, man? They say give people their flowers while they living, man. I do appreciate you for sitting up here doing everything you did, man. Help keep this show running tight. You too, Nick. 
But especially you this time, Al. I, I know my participation level was low. I got a lot of stuff going on. But this right here is for you, brother. This is for you. I appreciate All it. All right. Because last okay. week y'all gave me the loser sound, both of them. I know. I just want to tell you, man, thank you. Thank you. And I guess. All right. We are. All right. Doing that. The middle man shouted. Big Chris shouted. Now I ain't sure what you was tuning in to. We'll pay attention to the real talk. What we here for. Go take a listen time. I take a minute. Shout in and learn some. Put your mind and grind the world. You destined to earn some. Linda, yeah. Comment on what you hear. Let's figure out this master plan and put this thing in gear. Don't matter if you hood or you corporate. Don't get you got a wheel to do way better than you were doing. Well, then you fortunate. Take a stand. Stop complaining about what you ain't got. Hating on the next man because he was dying to wreck shop. Every Sunday, tune in. Go live 6 p.m. Blog Talk Radio.com. The middle me. Hey, what's happening? The middle me. Hey, what's happening? The middle me. Hey, what's happening? Blog Talk Radio.com. The middle me. What the hell happened, Gene? I don't know, man. I am tired of y'all for me. What the hell is she? Man, don't, don't. Uh-uh. I'm about to get my dog on, um, 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 anime on. Anime. Anime, where you at? <laughs> anime. <laughs> anime. Did I tell you eat the cake? Hell no. Eat the cake. Hell no. Oh. Hold you. Eat the cake. Hell no. What's going on? I mean, it's just... What can you say? Guys, make sure you tune in to the Middleman Presents Popper Town when they're eating this Thursday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. This Thursday, we will be talking about the greatest prank call in history. Y'all gonna laugh that, like hell this Thursday. Man, you should have known that one. Okay. All right, time in there, fella. Hey, I announced it last week. Do that at the middle of the show. In the show. middle of the show, man, I'm just saying. Hey, man. Have a time. It was a little, it was a little heated in the show. I just had to let stuff be known. I'm just saying. Y'all don't know me. I'm a thug. I keep trying to tell y'all. We know it. You kept getting locked up for the beginning of last year, so we, we all good. Hey, man. Let me put my business out like that. I'm just saying. Hey, it was Kyle County. I ain't going to get locked up in Idaho. There ain't no damn black folks in Idaho. You're probably the only the 1% of the pot prison population. Black. One, y'all. Hey, but they had good lunch. Uh, you was out there with the they damn They take care of the white tail. I'm just saying. What's going with that? Yes, sir. Hey, man, I'm down. I had to bargain for cigarettes like a month ago. I'm going to go to sleep. I'll talk to y'all. It's Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm out there. I got to go, man. I'm, I'm going to go to the and I'm going to ask her, where here you go, anime? Where you go? Where did right. you go? All right, man, I'm out. I'm tired of talking to y'all. Peace. Peace. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.